Hi everyone, welcome to X-Pods. I'm Anila. I'm Jeffrey. And I'm Kashik. On today's pod, we've got the Black Lives Matter movement, its history, and its impact on everyday people, but also its impact on legislation. Just as an overview, the Black Lives Matter movement was started by Alicia Garza, Patrice Cullors, and Opal Tometi in 2013 after the death of 17-year-old Trayvon Martin, and it continues to be a powerful source of activism. I feel like the BLM movement has gotten more powerful after the George Floyd protest. There's an article I read on the uh, New York Times where it said that in the two weeks after Floyd's death, people's support for the Black Lives Matter skyrocketed. Yeah, we all knew that like the movement was really big and we all knew what it was. But I think after George Floyd's death, like there was a lot more attention to the issues at hand. And, um, you know, with everyone's lives on hold during the pandemic, it really led to a lot of change that we need to see. Yeah, exactly. Like Floyd and even Taylor's death led to huge outrage, which made the Black Lives Matter movement even more popular. The organization as a whole really stepped up when it came to these events. And I'm kind of glad people have taken notice of the Black Lives Matter movement. Don't you feel like the inclusivity aspect of Black Lives Matter also led to the rise? Because I was looking at this article by blackpast.org and they mentioned how exclusive um, older organizations like the SNCC and the NAACP used to be, especially towards um, people of certain genders or people of different education levels. But Black Lives Matter incorporates literally everyone and anyone, like people of all religions, immigrants, all sexual orientations. So everyone's welcome. And I think that's the reason why BLM has been able to get so much traction too. Yeah, definitely. I think inclusivity is a large part of it. And I'm also really glad that the division from these past organizations like the SMCC and whatnot have faded away. But I think one thing that the Black Lives Matter movement kept from these uh past organizations and past civil rights movement is the nonviolent aspect of it. Yeah, true. Like we've seen pretty recently that the violent protests failed, like the Capitol Hill raided and with a bunch of people getting arrested. Laws that ban chokeholds in Kentucky have been passed because the Black Lives Matter movement is in, is nonviolent. Yeah, and I think it's not only the ban on chokeholds. With all the uh, protests going on, uh, Minneapolis, which was the epicenter of the whole George Floyd incident, They've uh, enacted a lot of change, and because of all the protests, they've even uh, started to defund their police. Yeah, Minneapolis was a huge city to take action, which is really great. But even some other cities, like Cook County in Illinois and Portland, Oregon, have also defunded their police, and it's really cool to see that change. There are also big developments, but there's a lot more we can do. You can donate to the Black Lives Matter movement and vote for representatives that support the movement as well. Yeah, and we can always attend more peaceful protests and have conversations with the people in our lives who maybe don't understand the movement as much. Yeah, I encourage you to make an impact in your community in any way you can. And we hope you learn a little bit more about the Black Lives Matter movement. This has been x guys. Thank you for listening.